0: Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Space for Magic podcast. I'm your host, Patty Lennon, and we are well into our January month in this new year now by the time you're listening to this. And I am finding the January messages of new year, new you, reboot, make it happen, all of this kind of get up and go energy messaging is irritating people more than it usually does it's been a while since i've paid attention to those messages and they've had held any meaning for me i think i shared last week that you know i've long since stopped using january as the technical new year from that perspective from a planning perspective or from a energy perspective you know physiologically i'm here in the in the northern hemisphere we're really not This is not our new year. You know, we are still in hibernation mode in January, in a normal time, (laughs) and we're far from in normal times, meaning, even when things are going well, you need a hibernation. While in the kind of year or two year period we're coming out of, um, especially 2021, filled with so much change, so much turbulation. Hibernation is especially important. Hibernation is the, the time where we go within and we sort of reorganize and process, you know, not actively. That's when our, our unconscious self, our soul out in the quantum field can kind of work with everything that's happened. Trying to jump into fresh starts and new plans is just not something I do in January Oftentimes, I will, at the beginning of December, sort of laid it out just so I can rest then in January. But this year, that didn't take place. And I still don't have a plan for this year. Oh, yeah, I said it. I have no clue what is happening this year. I was told very clearly at the end of November into December that I need to take a pause. I've talked about it here, the sacred pause. And it did not work out the way I thought it was going to where I was just going to go and The land was going to lay fallow, as I shared last week. Lots of disruptions in my life in the month of December. And so I'm still in need of that time period. And I'm letting it happen. And honoring the fact that I don't have the energy, I don't have the enthusiasm, and I certainly don't have the inspired action to make a plan for this year. Now, getting to a place where you can really trust that that's your truth if that's sort of the feeling you're having it's a journey you can't just jump into that necessarily if you haven't practiced a trust that may be difficult for you trust meaning in the divine in in the bigger plan in your soul's wisdom and you know if you need to put a plan together for the year just to sort of have some peace that's okay but if you can hold it lightly and Not take it so seriously, knowing that physiologically, emotionally, psychologically, you're really not in the energy of new. You know, that's really what spring's about. And so you'll more likely be there, you know, middle to end of February, maybe even March. And I personally have been told that I won't really have any of that access to that wisdom or that awareness really until the beginning of March. Now, That doesn't usually mean that you do nothing, like absolutely nothing, sit in a a room and stare at the four walls. It usually means something else is asking for your attention, for your focus. And I'm going to offer to you that that will be really helpful if you can figure out what that is. Now, usually it'll draw from a different well. So it might be that you feel called to journal, maybe you feel called to write. Maybe if you've been doing a lot of inner work, maybe it means going out and hiking or doing something more outdoorsy or something that develops and utilizes a different part of your brain and your body because just like farmers when you know they're tending to different fields, they're going to let you know one field lay fallow over the course of four seasons to really give it a chance to kind of regroup, but it doesn't mean they're not planting elsewhere or they might plant something different in that area. And so that's really what you're looking for. If you're feeling like, oh, I can't even think about making big plans right now, that's your mind telling you to slow down. So my intention with this podcast was to offer you two things. One, how to navigate January in a world where January's sort of set up as this placeholder for intention setting and goal setting and making things happen when most likely your energy isn't feeling that. Whether you're in the northern hemisphere or the southern hemisphere, neither of us are in a place where that's sort of like the thing. And then, also, last week I shared that I've been going through a thing <laughs> a lot, and that part of what I was sh- was told by my guides was that I would be going through it eventually to teach what I learned. Now I don't; I'm not far enough out of it to really teach it in a real big picture way, but I am getting some small, clear lessons that I can pass on to you. So I want to share those as well because they tie directly to you know letting go of. Expectations that maybe aren't in alignment with where your soul is. And those expectations in January are kind of that new year, new you type of energy. So, you know, number one is honor that this may not be your time to plan, right? And if it's not, just trust that that time will come, but give yourself a break, right? That's a big one. And sort of a part two to that is to this is a great time for you to start to notice and develop a heightened reliance on your bullshit detector. And what I mean by that is I was just talking to a colleague and she mentioned that someone we both know who had been marketing themselves in a certain way that was disingenuous, to put it kindly, claiming to have a lifestyle and a life and a business that wasn't actually true, that her world sort of imploding. And um, that kind of the truth is coming out essentially. But we've been seeing this happen so much over the last two years in so many areas. And what I have found um, where you know, and I think this becomes even more important when you're spending time on social media, is you can get messages from maybe influencers that you follow, or even people you know personally, and they create these uncomfortable emotions in you, they trigger you. And depending on where you are in your self development, self-improvement journey, you may take those triggers to mean that you have something to work on in yourself. And you know, Hey, if you're feeling jealous or you're feeling less than, or you're feeling any of those things, maybe there's some opportunity there, but I am going to steer you in a different way to look at that, which is when someone is putting something out in the world and their intention is love, Generally, you're going to feel some emotion in the love spectrum. It might simply be that someone's putting out that, you know, this is possible for you. And you feel maybe just a glimmer of hope like that's the best you can feel on the love spectrum, right? But if you feel like crappy about yourself watching that ad or seeing that post or whatever it is, Most likely that person has infused that message with something in the fear spectrum. So everything is born out of either fear or love, right? And they might have been intentionally manipulative. They might not have been. You know, a lot of people, I don't think they're necessarily going out there and trying to manipulate. They're doing the best they can with what they have. But unfortunately, what they're bringing to the table is either fear or something very heavy ego-based. And, um, you know, this person that I mentioned earlier that, you know, my colleague and I were, had uh, kind of witnessed this sort of implosion, this public implosion. Some time ago, she had started putting out posts, mostly about all the money she was making and this life that she had. And, you know, I'm not above that triggering me from time to time, depending on where I am in my journey. And yet I've come to see that, yeah, I can take maybe something that I'm seeing in her post and say, oh, okay, that's showing me what I desire. But immediately um, now what I can do is clue in on there's a disconnect here. There's a disconnect and the disconnect is not inside my being. The disconnect is between what's being said and what is reality. And I can now feel very quickly, that what's being offered isn't being offered in alignment with the truth. And right now, and that's really helpful, let me just say, to build up that muscle is very helpful because it will help you navigate a lot of the bullshit that's out there. And at the time, the colleague that I'm talking to now, when we had talked, she was like, can you believe blah, blah, blah? And I said, I just, no, I can't and it's not cuz i don't want to believe it it's cuz i can feel it there's just not the truth i i don't know what the truth is but i know whatever's there is not cuz i can feel it i can feel the disconnect and so right now there's a lot of people you know with raw raw messages out there that may either just someone in your life or an influencer or you know a speaker or an author or someone that's putting these messages out there of you know Make it happen and push your fears aside, and blah, blah, blah. And if it makes you feel bad about yourself, understand there was some intention of fear in that post. And maybe it was that person feels like they have to show up this way in January because it's what you do. Or maybe they're hoping to play on the fears of people falling behind or whatever it is. And if you could just stop in this moment, and as not this moment, maybe this moment, if anything I'm saying is making you feel that way, then certainly, you know, really clue in on that. I truly am coming here with helpful intentions out of love. But I'll be honest, I have a little bit of anger too right now with a lot of the messages I'm seeing out there, knowing how much they contrast with the truth and knowing that they're going to cause people pain you know, unnecessarily. So I am bringing a little bit of anger here and you may feel that. So as much as you can set an intention to let my anger go, if it's affecting you. But most importantly, what I'd like for you to do is understand that discernment is a really crucial skill, especially as we head into this year of six, a six year where we're, we're meant to find harmony and discernment is going to be one of our strongest tools in getting there. And so discerning what's right for you, discerning what the truth is, beautiful gift you can give yourself. And as you see messages that feel heavy or hard, or feel like to do what that message is suggesting you do, make a plan, set an intention, pick a word for the year, whatever it is, if it feels like you're pushing a boulder up the hill, it's just not meant for you, right? And you don't have to think about it beyond that. Just know it's not meant for you. So that's a great tool for the whole year, but especially in this year, in this month of lots of bullshit messages, which takes me to number two. Number two is allow yourself to know what you know. Right about what you want, about what you have the energy for, about what you're capable of, and trust it. Trust what it tells you. And this does mean spending some time alone with yourself so that you can even hear what that is. You know, just being quiet. You don't even have to drop into a meditative state. Just let your your thoughts sort of slow down and then really hear what your soul is sharing with you and trust that it's your truth. And trust that if you're not planning right now, there's going to be a time where you can plan, or if you're not ready to do X, Y, and Z, there will be a time for you to do it. I have a friend who um, who has lost a parent. I know lots of people listening right now are ha- are navigating this time of having just lost a parent. And there's especially if you're the one, the the sibling or the only child that's responsible for that parent's navigating that parent's, the legal side or the estate side of that parent's death, there's a lot to do. And she confided that it's been a couple of months and she's, you know, she feels bad that she hasn't done more to. Take care of things. But the reality is, I mean, she did the basics. She did what she had to do. And she's not, you know, in a situation where the um, parents' home or their things are causing an expense she can't bear right now. She can, you know, she doesn't need to sell that parent's property in this moment. She doesn't need to clear their things out. And I said that to her just. Trust that that time will come, but you know, you just need time. And you may not be dealing with the loss of a parent, but believe me, 2021 was filled with lots of different losses for many different people. And you just may need time. Allow yourself to know that you know that and trust the truth of that. So that's number two. And number three is grieve and honor the losses that you have been dealt. Now for you, the loss may not be big, right? um, It may be really tiny and it may require simply a nod to the loss. Like The grieving process doesn't always look like crying and desperation and feeling dark. It may just be simply acknowledging the loss. And I'll tell you a really silly thing that happened, but it's funny because it did require just a beat from me to stop and acknowledge the loss. And then I was able to laugh about the loss. So just understand it that, you know, almost all good grieving involves crying and laughing. I know I'm beating a dead horse at this point, but December was a month, <laughs> it's a month. And so one day after, Christmas after my husband was out of surgery and he was, we knew that he could kind of hang out by himself for a couple of hours. I took my daughter to the pottery factory. It's a local place where, you know, you do the paint, your pottery, and then they glaze it and you pick it up later on. And she loves it. And And I just thought it would be nice, soothing, creative, you know, let my mind go kind of thing. And so I get there and... <laughs> I am, you know, when you're in kind of this, like you feel like all the problems are sort of like piling up and your mind sort of like this brain fog, it can be very hard to even make the basic decision. So I managed to pick a bowl to paint, right? And this was just amazing for me to have this breakthrough clarity of, yes, I would like this particular bowl because it was it's the exact same size of another bowl that I used to make my salad in and we only have one of them. So I'm like, this is great. I would love to have another bowl this size and I would love for it to be pretty and blah, 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 right? Well, then it comes time to pick the paint again. I'm in major brain fog at this point. So I'm studying the paints and I finally have a vision for this bowl. And the vision is they have these... um. These paints that are sort of special paints that have, so they're paint colors that allow other colors to bleed through. So it's this brown paint. It's called denim, but it's brown paint that has this dark blue bleed through it, right? And they show you a sample of it, and I like I have this very cool artistic bowl in my mind, the vision, and then you know, taking it a step further, I find that color blue. Another color blue to paint the inside, and it's gonna be this whole thing, and it's gonna be this beautiful artistic goal oh, that I'm gonna eat my salad out of. <laughs> so, and then I painted painstakingly with the three coats that the girl that told us what to do said would be necessary to have the kind of look and feel. And, you know, it took some time, and I sort of like lose my oomph on this kind of stuff after about one and a half coats. So that last one and a half coats was just like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do this. And I'm trying to be Zen-like about it and let my mind go. And my daughter's loving it. And I'm there with my cousin too. And so we're having like a good time just being together. And like, I'm kind of proud of myself. Look at me doing something. <laughs> Out of my pity party for a little while. So anyway, we leave, you know, they're bought, the bowls are going to be fired. And by the way, when I leave this bowl, it's this dark brown grittiness on the outside and this light blue grittiness on the inside, which is what these, you know, these paints usually look like if you've never done it. So you don't really know what the end product's going to look like exactly because it's this, you know, it's got to be glazed and fired and all that stuff. So my cousin goes and picks up the bowls, you know, picks up all the items when they're done like a week later or whatever. And I'm really excited. You know, it's like a present almost because you really don't know the final product, what it's going to look like. And I unwrap it and the entire thing is blue. It's just one color blue. And I asked my cousin, did you look at it? And she goes, no, no, I wanted you to be the first to see. So she's standing there with me. And she was like, and she's just staring at it. No, it's a beautiful blue bowl. Believe me, it doesn't look bad. But she knew what I was going for and we both know what it looked like and that we use that I use very different paints on the inside and the outside. And at first I'm thinking, like, is this even my bowl? But then as I look more closely, I see very vague, vague light tan swishes throughout the outside of the bowl. And on the inside of the bowl, there is some sparkle to the paint, which is the inside paint did have a little bit of a sparkle finish. So it's clearly not the exact same paint, but this looks nothing like what I did. On top of it, it's just a blue bowl. Like aside from uh, looking up very closely, if you were to just see it, it would look like a blue bowl that you bought in the store. Like not any artistic endeavor put towards it. It's a blue bowl. It's perfectly fine blue bowl. And I did want a bowl that size. So that's great that we have another one. But it just felt like a little teeny tiny metaphor for the entire month where I had had this vision for taking this sabbatical and I had lined up all these things to make it be this thing That was going to be this sabbatical. And then it was a blue bowl. right? It wasn't a horrible month. It was just not the month I had thought I would have. And I just started laughing like a crazy person laughing, right? So, you know, a few hours passes. And then I just, I decide to take the bowl out and look at it again And I just gave myself just a moment to say, okay, I didn't get what I was expecting. And that feels bad. That feels sad. It doesn't feel devastating. It just feels sad. But I do have this beautiful bowl now. And if I keep holding on to what should have been, I'm not going to get to enjoy what I do have. and." That brought up some tears because it was bigger than the bowl. But on the other side of it, I just started laughing and just thinking about actually sharing the story of the bowl with you here on the podcast and telling my community about it. That wasn't that funny that I have this little story that sort of encompasses this really big learning lesson that I've been, you know, engaging in. So that's number three, you know, in this month of supposedly new, it's quite possible that this is really a time for you to look back and just allow yourself to honor what you didn't get or what you lost or what you need to leave behind in 2021 to move forward with fresh eyes and really appreciate all the gifts that did come with the year. Maybe that's what January is meant to be for you. What I do hope is no matter what you use this month for, especially if you are in the energy. I do have a couple of friends who are raring to go, who are ready to plan and are so excited about, whatever that is for you, you know? Or if you're like me, where you just still in a pause and still taking it one day at a time, whatever it is, let it be that. So one, just honor whether it's your time to plan or not plan. Number two, allow yourself to know what you know. And number three, allow yourself to grieve the losses that you've encountered so that you can appreciate the gifts. So with that, I send you my love and I wish you a very, very beautiful week. Hey, thanks for listening. If you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this episode with them.